Hello, Linda Michaels here, and welcome to another episode of HR Spot. We are a podcast for business owners as well as HR professionals, and today we're going to talk about employee engagement. So I'm sure you can imagine how important this topic is, and there's about one-third of your employees that are actually being engaged. So obviously there are some exceptions to that rule, but according to Gallup, seven out of 10 employees at companies with the most engagement say they're engaged. That's more than double the expected average and, and begs an important question. What are those companies doing differently? So having worked with and for many high-performing organizations, I hope I can provide you the appropriate answer. So these companies are taking more of a holistic approach to engagement. So they're not measuring employees' feedback annually, putting plans in place, crossing their fingers that next year's numbers might be better. They are eliciting feedback in the moment to inform operational, cultural, and other changes. So in other words, they're committed to becoming workplaces where people feel purpose and belonging. So after the pandemic, people want more out of life than just a title and a paycheck. They don't want to give leaders input only to have those leaders not listen to a word they say. They believe that they're confidential in quotes Um, Are they really confidential? Uh, So what they want is meaning and respect, and in return, they'll give their best. So truth be told, employee engagement and employee empowerment have turned into buzz phrases. And while they're underlying concepts that are appealing and admirable, they have zero meaning if there's not any freedom of action on the table. So here's what I mean. Let's say you tell a coworker she's empowered to do something. At the same time, you put compliance restrictions, rules, and guidelines around what she's allowed to do. So basically, you've tempered her ability to do anything or showcase any real engagement. So it's fine to put up guardrails, particularly if highly regulated industries, but The way to demonstrate a commitment to employee engagement is to demonstrate a commitment towards trusting workers to do the right thing. When we hide facts, when we limit power and push aside issues each time they're raised, we restrict engagement growth. Workers simply won't give fully when they're treated like they're not important to the company's future. So let's talk about some signs of spiraling engagement. So no matter where your company is in your employment engagement journey, you want to make sure disengagement is halted right away. Start by being watchful for top signs of disengagement across your entire company. Constant turnover is a big red flag. So when people are dissatisfied, whatever the cause, they will go elsewhere. Another indicator of Withering engagement is change in the temperature of how people show up. When talkative people become usually quiet, it's never by accident. 
However, if you don't point out the elephant in the room by noting what's going on, you'll never get to the bottom of the problem. Another way to know if your organization has an engagement issue is to conduct pulse surveys. Pulse surveys allow you to stay connected to your people. They give you a real-time perspective on the temperature and the mood of your culture and workplace. So I want to share some tips for turning engagement around. What happens if you realize that your engagement is waning or your engagement is so-so? You want to take an upward track. So let's talk about some recommendations. Focus on the better. So during meetings, we often like to focus uh, our attention on what's what's been going well What we forget to do is have conversations around what we can do to make things even better. This technique allows employees to uh, acknowledge what's working um, while the possibility of improvements or innovations. For examples, what adjustments could they make the next day to get them from good to great? This is truly constrictive communication, which um, enables people to um, savor positive moments and then um, ideate so they can have more of these moments. Rather than concentrating on only the good, employees are invited to spend time on the better. They can see what's working well. They could um, be done differently to meet everyone's needs just a little better It's a small shift in the mindset that gives people the comfort in tackling less comfortable things. It also creates an environment of continuous improvement and feedback. So number two, challenges on your assumptions, challenge your assumptions about people. Too often leaders inadvertently operate on an us versus them platform. That is, they say they welcome feedback, but their behaviors say otherwise. They'll accept the feedback yet they don't reciprocate by sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly feedback with others. So the point is that you shouldn't shy away from transparency. When you're open, you demonstrate that you're capable of self-reflection, honesty, and empathy. Remember, people are scared and skeptical right now A full 90% of employers say they're planning layoffs and employees don't want to be downsized. Rather than tiptoeing around what's happening, be frank. Have a discussion. You'll show that you're ready to match your people's commitments in a one-to-one capacity and support the team. Number three, name your outcomes. So what do you want to uh, accomplish from your employees' engagement strategies? You might never have asked this question before, but it's crucial to answer. When you do, you'll be able to collect more valid metrics to determine if your engagement efforts are paying off. By setting specific outcomes, you'll be able to get better committed commitment from everyone. A committed workforce is passionate, persistent, and driven. People who are committed will rally and push each other to meet small goals. They'll also become innovators. Chances are very strong that you will have really good people. You just need to fill the gaps that are keeping them from being excited. 
but you can't help them intentionally work out of the comfort zone of their existing tasks and invent new processes if you're not willing to do the same. Employee engagement shouldn't be regulated to a percentage stuffed into a year-end report. It should be an ongoing principle fueled by commitment of leaders to treat people like valued contributors. Thank you so much for your time uh, for this episode. We look forward to uh, seeing you on another episode. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to hear a different topic, if you need help with any of your situations. Uh, You could reach out to lynda at azhrhub.com or feel free to visit our website, azhrhub.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you real soon.